Hey, what's up? My name is D, and I'm AJ, and welcome to It's a Podcast Though, where we don't judge and no topic is off limits. All right, guys. So today's topic is relationships. The funnest topic out there. The fullest. I have a lot to say about this one. Oh lord. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hopefully really relatable. I hope it is. Okay. So, what defines a relationship? Give me your definition, D. The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. So it doesn't always have to be a relationship? Like, like a, not a, a physical relationship. It can be a close friendship, which everybody should have friends. Hopefully. Yes. Like, if you need, you need friends in your life. You cannot just depend on a relationship, a physical relationship, to, to fill that void that a close friendship can give you. Definitely, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is courtship. That is pretty much like dating, getting to know a person. How? What are your views on dating? What do you, What do you define as dating? Hmm. I think spending time together mm-hmm. um, with someone who you're interested in building a larger relationship with. Do you consider? Would you date? M- like dating more than one person aspect like Um, i think some people are capable of doing that Mm -hmm. and i think i've started like the talking stage sometimes you start off you know like with like talking to like 12 people Mm -hmm. then you weed them out Mm -hmm. next thing you know you're talking to two people next thing you know you're single again And the circle begins yet again. again. Yeah, you wait a few months and then you hop back on that twelve-person train. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's, it's nothing again. Ghost, ghosted. Have you been ghosted before? Yes, I've been fucking ghosted. Yes, but I actually do more of the ghosting. Yeah. Um, I feel like people don't really hold my attention, but it must. It might be because I'm like a single mom, don't really have time. Mm-hmm. Not really. Interested. Not really looking. Yeah, yeah, not really looking. But there's sometimes late at night when I'm like, I guess I'm gonna download. <laughs> <laughs> I just downloaded Tinder. Oh lord, it's only fun until I just so I say you build up your stable. Yeah, no, but the <laughs> thing is though, like it's so because I'm just swiping left. What's left? Which one's left? Declining no, everyone. Decline, decline, decline like, everyone. Shitty, well, shitty, the thing shitty. is, because I can't, I can't connect to you with just a your pick and your dick. Yeah, or, and your bio. Yeah, like the bio gets everything, but Tinder's a hard one. Um Cause a lot of people on Tinder just want to utu bang bang. Yeah. And, and I'm not I'm not looking yeah. for that. I'm over here doing Tinder like in California. Like I'm over here in Hawaii, but I'm just like I don't want anybody. I try to yeah, I try to go as far as possible. I think like, I got like Y and I and um Kapule and all this kind of stuff. I was like, no, I need farther. What about farther? How about Dubai? <laughs> Your fucking Dubai story. Oh gosh. Major fantasies. Major fantasies. <laughs> Um, okay, so besides courtship, which is like dating, um, we have long-term relationships and... So long-term can be either monogamous... Um, or polyamory. Yeah. That's a new thing these days, throuples. Throuples. Throuples are a thing. Um, it's very interesting. Um, when I used to live in Las Vegas, I used to follow Taz's Angels. I'm not too sure if any of you are familiar with Taz's no Angels. But basically, it's this guy who has like a one top bitch. 
and then they have like a lot of different girlfriends and they work together to make money for the household um i'm pretty sure they were sleeping they're like really like beautiful wanted women Mm. and i think they were like sleeping with like famous rappers and but they would bring the money home right um nowadays i mean financially a throuple might work you know if you guys are open-minded enough like i'm thinking about being opening my mind up to a polyamorous relationship why not if you guys have it's like a monogamous relationship if you guys have both all understanding of what's going on what are the rules yeah but that's the thing you gotta remember the rules mm-hmm. you need to remember the boundaries mm-hmm. and if you hadn't can have clean cut rules and boundaries i think that it can work i was talking to a friend today and i was telling her that i don't think i i think i i would consider being in a throuple mm-hmm. just because financially it's better mm-hmm. um you know for me i would probably want one guy one girl and me oh yeah um because you would get that female friendship through here then you get that male aggression you know um and i think it could be fun mm-hmm. but then she was saying what if like wouldn't you get jealous if the other person got more than you and i'm like okay that's why you come out with clear boundaries mm-hmm. from the start be like okay like if you're gonna get me something get so-and-so something and make sure that you're always consciously thinking about the both of them yeah both um but i know from experience not personal experience but being a friend of people in that situation mm-hmm. that it's not always easy if you do not have clear boundaries mm-hmm. um i recently talked to a friend who um she she entered a throuple but she came like they were already in a relationship and she came and it was good for a while and they enjoyed the company they thought it was just so fun the couple wanted her to move in and then a couple of months later the wife got weird and she had to end that tr- that throuple what do you mean weird as in- like she couldn't handle it or you oh. know like sharing the husband um so boundaries 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 guys Mm -hmm. definitely like you literally all have to be in it with each other like you have to be into each other you cannot just be like oh let's bring him in because he wants him or she wants her or whatever it may be like you guys all in all parties have to be into this person people if you're gonna start a relationship yeah um i think monogamy um is a very very i want to say western um perception Mm -hmm. um you know the bible tells us oh you know couple um but a lot of ancient cultures and stuff didn't believe they didn't believe in monogamy they believed in feelings and love and sharing love um Mm -hmm. and we're told these days like no that's wrong you know and from a young age we hear stories where the prince charming falls in love with the princess and Mm -hmm. we go through life and we're looking for that but if you can find love in more than one person then why not Mm -hmm. but you got to watch out the boundaries Mm -hmm. yeah um free union a free union is a romantic union between two or more persons without legal or religious recognition or Registration, reg- registration, regulation, regulation. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, that goes back to being in a relationship. I mean, are you like in the United States? I don't think you can get married to more than one person in all states. I'm not too sure about every state, but I don't think you can do it here. No, we can't do it here. Yeah. So, um, that makes it hard, and I think 
there is a safe place in monogamy and there is a place where it's like okay like i love you you love me we are monogamous to each other but you gotta watch out because the other partner if you're not gonna completely satisfy them they may look outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. versus having two people if you're in a polyamorous relationship to kind of fill your needs Mm -hmm. um i have this friend i have this friend and she's in a a polyamorous relationship but it's like her and her partner and then she has other partners and he has other partners and but their main one is this their relationship and then they go through that and their partners their side partners have other side partners and there's just one big family tree but then that starts to sound messy and STD-ish. It does, it does sound messy, but then too, it's all about communication, they said. It's like, no matter if, if they end up in another relationship, they have to notify their partner that they're with to let them know that they're switching out partners. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's people for looking for love in all places. Yeah. They, they just want to grab a part of you that they want and all but don't expect the full commitment uh, and that that does get a little messy if you think it's about, totally yeah. messy that's too much yeah that's too much um and in general i mean we are creatures of emotion mm-hmm. and um emotions get messy mm-hmm. and it's i, I want to say human nature but i mean jealousy is a trait that humans have mm-hmm. you know but love is love and if you want to share love with other people besides one person, then that is your life. And I think coming to the point where, like, there is a common understanding of what I do and what you do and watch out those messy feelings, mm-hmm. it could happen. But feelings are messy. Feelings are super messy. Very messy. Yes. And then it was just Valentine's recently, so I know a <laughs> lot of people got engaged. <laughs> um... How do you... F- I, I'm pretty turned on the whole engagement and marriage aspect of life. I mean, I feel that marriage is very biblical. Yes. Very, you know, I mean, forever, um, people who were in same-sex situations mm-hmm. couldn't even be married. But they were... Who's to say that they love... Their love wasn't, their love wasn't the, same the same as, same, yeah. as other, you know, like, as a husband and a wife. Um, so I think people are getting a little bit more free-spirited now and seeing that they can have love in different places. And sadly, it's not looked upon in, you know, people are going to be like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But love is love. Love is love. Yeah. And my thing, too, is like, okay, so you get engaged. Okay, that's all fi- fine and dandy. But why are you going to rush to get married? Because married is marriage is a big step. Like, my thing is we can be engaged and she wants to spend $15,000 for a wedding. So, like, I'm not going to get married the next year. But, like, people's standards is, like, you get engaged and then all of a sudden you have to get married right after. No, you can get, you can be engaged for many, many years before they decide to get married. Yeah, don't rush that, yeah. don't rush the process because people take marriage for granted these days. Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't know if any of you out there believe in, like, energy but the energy that in, is in a marriage, there's so much more expectations besides mm-hmm. being, instead of like not just being together. Now mm-hmm. you're like, okay, 
it's a different ball game now and i know people who have been in relationships forever and then get married and all of a sudden the dynamics change they're like oh we, can't, oh, we I, can't do this we can't do this yeah it puts a different pressure yeah marriage yeah. is like a different pressure and you can be together forever and be like okay well we should get married because we've been together forever mm-hmm. but that pressure of marriage can change the dynamics of feelings mm-hmm. and don't think that marriage is gonna fix any problems that you guys had before if anything you'll bring it more to the surface because now you're married Mm -hmm. now we should act this way because this is what marriage is Mm -hmm. but marriage is another social construct Mm -hmm. and i think um as we grow and evolution goes and goes we we're we're stepping further away from marriage i think um the marriage statistics are are down i don't think as much people are getting married as they used to um but you know like my parents were married um my dad passed away so i i I mean they're still married you know i mean it Mm -hmm. doesn't change that and um these parents are still married and Mm -hmm. there's a safe place in there definitely in marriage but if you're not ready to settle down and you're not ready to stay committed committed (laughs) committed (laughs) don't do it don't do it but don't do it because getting a divorce is more expensive than getting married and way more of a headache so if you guys are doing it to try and solve a problem or to you think that you want this just really make sure you do like make sure that they are the one because that affects everything the hardest year of your marriage is the first year of your marriage i think the more i i um educate myself in a spiritual and energetic manner i i I see myself stepping more far away from marriage. But in Mm -hmm. the back of my head, Mm -hmm. marriage is there. Mm -hmm. Because I grew up in a society that we listen about Prince Charming. Mm -hmm. You know, but is that going to allow me to be my highest self with just one person? You know, and because when we get tied down in a marriage and it's just one person, we expect so much from them. Yeah. And it's unfair, you know. Um, they always say that, oh, that's my other half. Well, from all my learning that I've done in my life, I you cannot look for another half. You need to be whole, they need to be whole, and then you guys need to get come together and make something different. I think you're the one who told me, D, that one time, and I think it's stuck in my head. You have to have a relationship with you. Yes. They have to have a relationship with themselves. Yes. And, and then, then you guys, you guys have a relationship together. together. Yes. And I think that if you meet a partner who is there mm-hmm. and who is ready who is whole you are also whole and you guys can build something grand mm-hmm. then yeah get down on one knee mm-hmm. say i do mm-hmm. you know but make sure that's what you want because marriage is a big commitment and breaking a marriage vow is hurtful to the person who didn't want to not not be married yep that's very well said Thanks. That's so good. Mm. I've been working on it. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> you know. I'm over here single, but I yeah. know. <laughs> We're both single, yeah. <laughs> so single. But you know what? We, I know I, and I'm pretty sure D, give a lot of relationship advice. Oh, tell me. Tell me, tell me. I am my friend's Dr. Phil. I am the one that they go to for these kinds of problems. But do they listen? Not really. But, you know, I mean, I just hope the words that I say do stick in their head somewhat. But, yeah, because, I mean, I've been through my fair shares. Yeah. 
And I think, you know, like, if you know love, like, you can figure things out. Yeah. Like, um, for me, I feel like I know a lot about love because I had the exact opposite of it. Um, I was in a completely toxic relationship where I was the lover, I was the giver, and the other person was the taker. And they took, and they took, and they took, and some, like, you learn the most, sadly, about love through pain. Mm-hmm. Through not mm-hmm. through, through, through the emptiness of love is where you learn what love is all about. Mm-hmm. So although I am single, um, I now know what I am looking for in love. And yes. I, I know that while I was in that relationship, I tried mm-hmm. my hardest to find love. But I was a lot more whole. He was a lot more empty. And because he was empty, he took a lot of wholeness from me. Mm-hmm. Because you can only do so much. Yes. Um, there was even a point where I considered, because he was like a chronic cheater, I considered, I would cry, I would let him cry to me and I'd be like, okay, you can't be faithful, then let's figure this out. So I considered being in a relationship with him and letting him be with other people because yeah, I love him. You were enabling him yeah. to do what he did. Because you wanted to work things out. Yeah. But it wasn't good for you. It was, you were just benefiting him, but he yeah. is, he wasn't benefiting yeah. you at all. I mean, if it was something that it was like, we could come together and agree that that's what we both wanted, mm-hmm. then yeah, do it. But it was more me trying to keep the love. Trying to keep him. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> no reason at all. Just try to keep him. Um, I think with love... Um, you got to know what your other partner um, wants. How your other partner expresses love. Because I think, you know, we go into relationships and we're like, I don't get it. I love them. And I've given them so much love. And they can be over there feeling not loved because they that's not the way they love. And that, yes. that brings us and to... And that brings us to the love languages, yeah. people. This is a very important topic that people need to realize that every person is different and you have to respect and understand what their type of love is um the five love languages are words of affirmation acts of service receiving gifts quality time and physical touch okay so words of affirmation is you know you telling them some people needs to be told you are beautiful i love you you look so good today this and this you know just words of saying that you are constantly into them yes um, for me, that's not really necessary. Um, I think I like to hear it. Yeah. But I don't know. I And so because I like to hear it, the people I love, I let them know I love them a lot. Because that is my love language. Mm-hmm. So like I will constantly like, text the people I love. Like, I love you. I miss mm-hmm. you. Because for me, that's how I feel loved. So that's the way that I give my love. Mm-hmm. So if you don't sit down with a person and know what their love language is and i'm over here telling d i love you i love you oh my god you mean so much to me and in her head i didn't give her what her love language is which is physical touch physical touch well i just just touched her um you know and so she and versus like if i would go up to her and give her a big big hug then she knows that i love her because her love language is physical touch yeah um, I think I also enjoy physical touch. Mm-hmm. Mine's is um, like physical touch and acts of service. Like, well, the way that I give love. You know, I may not tell you or whatnot, but like the things that I do for you, 
you know, like the little things, I that's what I consider as love. Like, and then the physical touch part aspect is, you know, if I'm like touching your shoulder or whatnot, because I don't really like to touch people. But if, oh, especially when I'm drunk, I get very touchy and very lovable. But um, naturally, I don't, if I don't know you, I won't touch you. But like most of the time, like with AJ, I'm freaking like rubbing her back and all these kinds of things. That's me showing that I love her, that I'm comfortable with her and all these kinds of things. Um, yeah, and just acts of service, like if I need to go to the store or if you need anything, yeah. that's usually my go-to. Yeah. One of my really good friends, hers is acts of service. And I think everyone who knows her knows that her love language is acts of service because she's just a person that does for other people. For other people. And yeah. so you can always see what somebody's love language is by the way that they love on you. But you would only recognize if you're paying attention. Because mm -hmm. how do we know what we do not know? Yeah. Um, there's another one in here, receiving gifts. So I would say that's not me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care for gifts. I don't care for gifts. Um, but I do know somebody whose um, love language is receiving gifts. Mm. You know, but say if I am in a relationship with somebody who their love language is receiving gifts, if they don't tell me or if I don't consciously observe that that's what they like mm -hmm. how would I, I know to do that mm -hmm. I I didn't I didn't grow up in a home where we got gifts mm -hmm. so it wasn't like I come home from school and I had this grand old gift mm -hmm. but I could always count on a hug and a kiss and I love you bless you see you tomorrow every day oh yeah because see, growing say, up yeah, yeah. words of affirmation I didn't really have that growing up so it makes sense of why yeah so growing up I mean my, I could be in trouble and I would always get I love you and I would always get hugs and kisses from my mom, guys. And so those are mine because that's how I grew up. But if I got into a relationship with somebody else and that's what they want from me and I'm not giving it to them, mm -hmm. they probably won't feel love for me yeah. because they're like, what? You don't like, you don't love me. You don't give me anything. And it's not like in a selfish, like, oh, buy me a Louis Vuitton and all that kind of Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis, Louis Vuitton. Shoes. <laughs> but, you know, and then um, quality time. I know a lot of people with quality time. I think... I kind of score kind of close quality on physical touch, kind of close. Because mm -hmm. um, I love spending time with the people I love. Um, uh, yeah. There's quality time and then there's too much time. Yeah. You just got to know, <laughs> know the difference, please. Like, everybody do, do need their space. Time. That was one of my biggest things that I couldn't handle with my past relationship is that she did not give me the time that I needed to be by myself to because she was going through shit and I was going through shit and I just asked her for time, just leave me alone for a little bit, you know, give me some space and she couldn't give me that and that was a big problem. Because probably in her head, in her head, quality time is her top love language. Yeah. yeah. And yours are, is like... I, I made her happy, she's gonna come to her happy place and it's just that I was just too overwhelmed that I just felt too smothered to, to handle that. So that was a big issue and the thing is, if you guys need to talk about it, you guys need open communication about it. If you if you feel like your person is not loving you the way that you want them to, you also have to understand how they show their love. Because I have this friend who was in a relationship and his love language was um, affirmation, physical touch. But her love language was acts of service. So while she was helping him, you know, get a place in the world because he was in a bad place before, 
she was, you know, always trying to help him. But all he wanted from her was to tell her, him that he loved her and to, to always, you know, be touching him and holding him and showing his, her love through that way. But she wasn't that type of person. So you have to respect both sides. You have to respect that she's not that type of person to show you that she's mushy and shit like that. But then she also she has, also has to, to know that that's what he likes. Yeah. And you guys got to yeah. compromise yeah. Each, each way. You know, some days she will show you and some days she won't. Just like you cannot be smothering her. Because that's not what she likes. Because that's not what she likes. And you have to respect that too. And you need to realize that she likes acts of service. Yeah. So you need to do those little things. Even though that's outside of your box. If you truly love someone. Mm -hmm. Then you need to get to know what makes them feel loved. Mm -hmm. Because we do not all learn love or see love through the same lens. Yeah. You guys just have to be open to take criticism and... If you want to work it out, you guys are going to have to both make compromises to work it out. Compromise and communication is key, key to, to a healthy relationship. In all fields. Friendship, yeah. relationship, your, your family, all this kind of stuff. Any relationship that you have, communication is the best thing. Yeah. So we have some interesting facts. So um, words of affirmation, 23% of people, their love language is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Uh, quality time is 20%. So is acts of service. Mm -hmm. Physical touch is up there at 19%. I thought it would be a little higher. I thought it would be a little higher too. And receiving gifts, 18%. I thought that'd be a little lower. <laughs> but, but then again, that's not my love language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. just like, what? You know, but that's not, that's not my lens of love. Um, and if you guys want to figure out what your love language is, because I feel like you do need to know this because it is a major thing in your guys' overall relationships with people. They have it on Google. Just Google love language quizzes and they got a list of them and you can take a bunch of them just to make sure it all seems accurate. Yeah. And there is a book on it. Mm -hmm. It's called the five languages of love. Or yeah. Five love languages, something like that. I, I read that back in the day, but I know too, like, um, your love does change sometimes, you know, because mm -hmm. when we're growing up, we learn a certain set of rules and ways to love. Mm -hmm. And we can meet a great relationship in our life that gives us a different perspective on love. And mm -hmm. we adopt that perspective and we see love in that way now. Um, so I recently um, told myself that I wanted to reevaluate because I think um, because I have such a close friend that does acts of service mm -hmm. that... Um, now I'm thinking about it. I I now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't think access service makes me feel loved. I think I do access service because I know that that's what she loves. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Um, but yeah, in, in every relationship, the relationship I just shared about, that's a friendship. Mm -hmm. But I love that person, so I'm going to do what I think her love language is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it all comes down to communication and respect of the other person's love language. And keep that in mind. Um, and if you guys really want to take your relationship to the next level in any situation, mm -hmm. I think both parties should take that and equally express um, how you guys feel and how you would like to be loved. Because we are not mind readers. I cannot read anybody else's mind. Mm -hmm. I only know what's going on in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me how to love you. And yes. if I love you enough, I will I love you the way that you want to be loved. Yeah. 
um, which then leads to the not-so-lovey part and is of the toxic relationships. And one of the biggest things in toxic relationships is lack of communication. Lack of support. Um, jealousy. Mm-hmm. Controlling behaviors. Yep. Uh, resentment, dishonesty. Yeah, resentment. Okay, let's go back to resentment. Whatever happened in your guys' past should not affect how you guys are in a relationship a new relationship do not bring up old shit to create into your new shit because it's never gonna work out you have to always come in with a clear mind if you are not ready for a relationship and you have all these fucking like trust issues um you don't like to talk about your feelings and you just closed off and all this kind of negative shit don't go into a relationship because it's not the other person's problem to fix you yeah. you shouldn't be in a relationship to fix somebody and that yeah and that goes back to the two whole people come together and make a whole new relationship yeah it's nobody's responsibility it's nobody's responsibility and that's why i think for me <clears throat> i've been single for almost two years now mm-hmm. and i'm enjoying this time mm-hmm. learning learning how to love myself mm-hmm. Because a lot of times when the way we treat ourselves, we kind of let the people around us, they follow suit. Mm -hmm. They follow suit. And the stronger you get on your own, you won't take shit from anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because like, no, being alone feels better than this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I've been single for almost a year. And I've learned so much. I've been going from like relationship to relationship to relationship. So this is the longest I've been single. And... I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much shit of not to take. I've been, yeah, like really working on myself and just seeing all my friends and what they're going through in a relationship just makes me not want to be in one right now because I am not ready because it just seems like everybody else is not ready. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of my biggest things too. I talk to my therapist and I just told her I said I don't feel that I'm connecting with anyone mm-hmm. because my I'm on a different vibration level mm-hmm. where like I I wouldn't even, like what would I do with that exactly <laughs> exactly I have no time I'm 30 years old I have no time to be dealing with jealousy je- yeah I have no time yeah especially jealousy like jealousy is my biggest thing I don't really get jealous unless you get jealous I don't act a certain way unless you act a certain way so like if my partner is jealous, I'm like, why is she jealous? What did what did she do to make herself think that she's jealous? Because I didn't do anything wrong. And a lot of time, how you act is a reflection on yourself. Yeah. So what's really going so on? So what's here? really going on? So I really don't. I I've stopped getting jealous because it's like if you're gonna leave me, if you're gonna go look at this person, if you're gonna leave me and do this with whatever's, then just go. Because I have no time for this. Yeah. Um, another thing that's on here is um controlling behaviors if we want to go mm-hmm. back to that mm-hmm. um if you're with somebody who's controlling you and you can't be who you are then don't be with them because we all deserve to reach our highest potential and you cannot reach your highest yeah. individual potential with somebody telling you what you should do and what you should not do yeah if you gotta cut yourself <clears throat> down stoop yourself down so so low that you just feel worthless and and you feel like you always need to please him and make sure he doesn't get mad and all this kind of if you're thinking about him more than you're thinking about yourself and how he's make acting towards you 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 need to really get a fucking reality check because you are 
You're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself. You're doing this all yeah. for nothing. You like should, you're, yeah. you're trying to help this guy or girl to get better with themselves, and you're losing yourself, and you're just draining yourself even more. I literally, from my last relationship, was so drained that it took me like one and a half years to really get back to who I used to be and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I was so ready and this and this, and I always tell everyone, like, I am thankful for that relationship because I feel like at that time in my life, I thought I was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that everything that I went through was done. Mm-hmm. But he came in and he cut me open. He opened up every single wound I ever had. And he had to. Because if he didn't open up my wounds, it would have been rotten flesh under there. But because he opened me up and hurt me in those places again, I had no choice but to dig in there and heal that. Mm-hmm. And now I healed it on my own because he opened it up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, we are all individuals. And if you don't feel loved, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, unless it goes back to me and Dee being single because I know that I'd, I'd rather be single than deal with all those of this things. Shit. Yeah, there is. Yeah. For sure. Um, another thing is dishonesty. There's always lying. Liars. Major lies. Just every time lying. And usually the other person is always forgiving. And, you know, yeah, don't worry about it. We can fix it and all this kind that of stuff. You're in, yeah, you're enabling. Don't be an enabler. Yeah, because you man up to your shit, man. Yeah. You decide. And, and don't, I'm not saying make mistakes we're gonna make mistakes but if you cannot own up and the behavior does not change then that's toxic Mm -hmm. what are we doing here where are we gonna go around in a circle in a circle in a circle until i lose myself in that circle Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) patterns of disrespect disrespect me the first time let's talk about it let's figure it out do it again fuck you yeah (laughs) my thing is when i was in a toxic relationship many moons ago and just the disrespect of always being called a cheater a slut a fucking bitch an asshole an asshole was my favorite one just in everything were you the toxic one no oh okay because you just said asshole like you said it no like asshole i've been called like asshole many times But I'm just straight up and I just tell you what's wrong and all this kind of stuff, but you I don't know that side of her. Oh yeah, you can't keep <laughs> you can't you can't keep disrespecting me because I never say and they, they like they give low blows to like every little thing, but yet you're over here just like just shut up and you know you're not saying anything disrespectful towards them, but they keep lashing out at you, you know, and you're like fucking what the fuck did I do? And the more you cut down someone else, yeah, they're gonna start looking elsewhere. They're gonna shut down. They're gonna not be like, why would you not a, want a love that is so grand where two people c- come together their highest self mm-hmm. and get to share love? Mm-hmm. You know, when both people are healed and both people have nothing else going on, but themselves and what you guys can bring together when i was at uh, i knew it was getting bad when um i wouldn't answer i was at i told my ex i was at my family's softball game and she kept blowing me up every five minutes to check if i was really there and she would text me and if i didn't answer her back in like one or two minutes she would fucking rage rage and i was like guy i told you i was with my family 
Like, why are you even yelling at me right now? And that's when I knew shit was getting real. And she wasn't even here. She was on Oahu. So, like, I just called her up and I was like, you know what? I can't fucking take this shit anymore because there's going to come a point to where you shouldn't, you shouldn't take this shit anymore. Yeah. You, you have to know your limits to fucking get the fuck out. Yeah, and that brings us to the next. All take and all no takes, give. All takes, no give. And, um, you have I was definitely in a all takes, no give. Um, I, I mean, by nature, I'm very loving. But because I grew up in a very loving home, we didn't have much but we had love um and i met my um my ex and i'm not saying he didn't grow up love but he had some trauma that he couldn't figure out on his own so that became my trauma and i just kept on giving him chances and giving him my love and giving him my money and giving him my trust and i never got any of that back and eventually i felt drained Mm-hmm. And I got depressed. And now my family's not there because he took that away. My friends are not there because he took that away. And now it's just me and him. So it's just like, okay, how do I get out of this now? Mm-hmm. Because I gave up all my other relationships for this one relationship. And it still isn't changing for the best. Yeah. It's not doing anything. And if you have to be with somebody and they cancel out, they try to cancel out everybody in your life, red flag red flag major red flag nobody should keep you away from your family especially your friends because you need those in your life yeah and they probably know that your friends are gonna convince you otherwise to not be with him or them yeah Mm -hmm. so they start minds would always tell me your friends don't care about you look they just left you if they cared so much about me being mean to you then why they leave you but they had to also set boundaries because vicarious trauma. My hurts was hurting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, constant judgment. Um, love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. If you're going to judge me, if your partner is judging you or making you feel like you put on a dress and they tell you, take that shit off, you look ugly, then don't be with me. Yeah. Because when I put on this dress when I was single, bitch, I looked at myself and I was like, girl, yeah. where are we going? Where are we going to tonight? To the icebox. <laughs> <laughs> on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like the legit icebox or is that a club in Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> legit icebox. <laughs> uh, persistent unreliability. Um, there would be times when I'd be in Vegas and I would, I was pregnant and I would have to walk home from the bus stop at 2 o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas because that person would not pick me up after I finished work. Fuck. Dee doesn't even want to get into it. No, God. (laughs) (laughs) And brings us to another beautiful topic of a lot of people who are unhealthy in relationships. They're probably narcissists. What's your definition, definition of narcissism? They only think about themselves. They don't think about anybody else or any other consequences. And they constantly look for validation in other people instead of dealing with themselves and dealing with the person who's trying to love them. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) All right. Cheating. If you are in a relationship and you feel the need to cheat, break up. Okay. Okay. I don't regret many things in life. There's only one thing I regret. 
And that was cheating on my first girlfriend. That was the worst fucking decision I have ever made in my life. And I would never do it again till this day. Even though rumors beg to differ. <laughs> I do not like cheaters. Mm -hmm. I love you. But no, I know. <laughs> I just don't want to be labeled like a full time, like I'm always fucking cheating, because that's it was not a one time the thing. But it was. I was young. We were young, and you know, I was the duff of the group. You know, the designated ugly fat friend. So like, who told you that? It was all through high school. Come on, you look like a steak to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I always thought, you know, I was like, and when I finally got a taste of somebody else being interested in me. Uh, yeah, I took it. And it was the most stupidest fucking decision I've ever made. I have never cheated. Yeah. Stupidest fucking decision. I do not recommend. But, I mean, I know there are some circumstances where it's hard because, I mean, I don't like breaking up with people. And sometimes you're like, and okay, I'm all my shit's here. My life is here. Let me just go dip off for a second. But <clears throat> at the, in the end, it's not worth it. It's not worth if it. If you have any thoughts of cheating... Just leave. Yeah. Because it's not only going to hurt the other person, it's eventually going to hurt you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but then it comes down to communicating. And sometimes we don't get the love from our significant other. Mm -hmm. Because back to the love languages. Mm -hmm. So then we end up cheating. And that's why a relationship needs lots of communication and lots of love and lots of compromise. Okay, so... What was your best relationship so far that you had, that you feel? I mean, I wouldn't say, maybe just like the best moments in a relationship. I, I have not had a good relationship, so I cannot speak on that. But I have really good relationships with my friends. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that if I mirrored what I do in my friendships same i could find a really good love mm -hmm. um but what happened in the past um i just wasn't whole i wasn't ready for a relationship but i wanted one and i got into them and i let them break me mm -hmm. you know so i've never experienced a good relationship for myself i have great friendships so i know that i'm capable of it but i've just come across a lot of weird people and I think that um, life gives us what we need at the time yeah <sighs> yeah every every lesson every relationship is a lesson you gotta take what you can from that relationship and learn from it if you don't learn anything from the relationship you're gonna have a constant cycle yeah you're gonna get into the same relationship just with a different person Learn the red flags. They're there for a fucking reason. Learn the red flags and try and avoid it. Like, my my problem is I like to help and try and fix broken people. Me too. But the thing is, you don't realize how broken they are until you're already invested. And then it's way over your fucking head. You're like, I love you, but you're so broken. I love you, but fuck, guy, you got some issues. Yeah. And it's not worth it. It's not our responsibility to heal people. Yeah. And you literally, when you're... When you spend time alone and you get to kill yourself, getting into those kind of relationships are not even in your field. Mm -hmm. 
they're not even in. I would never ever give me one red flag. I'm dipping. I'm sorry. I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. You can give me all your sorrow stories. I've heard them before. Bruh. Many, many times before. Yeah. Um. Well, you talked about some of your bad relationships. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty bad. I've. Wow. Yeah. I mean, my bad relationship could take this whole podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to go there, yeah. let us know. <laughs> If we get to 150 views, then I'll let you know what really went down in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, my good relationships. I had good moments in a relationship for sure. Um, my first really I'm gonna go back to my first relationship because that's the one that's mostly stuck in my head. We were best friends, and then we decided to be more. We went out for three years. And towards the end, I just took advantage and I fucked up. And but that was like one of the best relationships I had because it was like we were friends before. And I think that's super important to make sure that there's a friendship because a lot of people get into relationships because the sex is good. The sex. <sighs> Majority is good. of my relationships, I got drunk, had sex with him, and then we started going out. You're like, this felt great. This felt what well, this felt You're trying right. Trying to do this every night. Yeah, no, I mistake, I mistake lust for love. Yeah. And then they give me a false image of who they are and what they are, and then when we get into like an actual relationship, it changes, and then I'm like, whoa. You don't know your partner until you guys go through something. Yeah. Because everyone. I mean, I always say, like, you know, the first couple of days, that's just the representative of the company. <laughs> I'm not trying to meet the representative. Let me meet Let you. Me. <laughs> Let me meet the CEO. <laughs> you know? Oh, God, because the representative always is going to represent well. Yeah. You know, take time. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Date around. Feel around. Yeah. No, and that's the problem, too, these days, is that nobody, nobody, like, dates anymore. They're just like, oh, you're hot. Oh, you're hot. Okay, let's be together. And then they're together. And then they wonder why this person cheats or they you don't know the person. You don't know what they're really about. And then you start talking and getting to know them. No, that's not how it's supposed to go. Be friends first. Get to know them. See how they treat the people around them. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have any friends... Red flag. If they don't have friends, why don't you have friends? If they're telling I love you in the third day... Red flag. Get the fuck out. GTFO. Lord, you don't even know me. <laughs> how do you, you love me? You don't even know me. How do you love me? Yeah. Oh my God, that's why I was in a toxic relationship. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is true love. This is true love. True love's kiss. Um, yeah... What about entanglements? Entanglements is a new vocab word. Entanglements. I mean, it could be fun. Um, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are, if you have healthy, again, it comes down to communication, compromise. What are we doing? What are we doing this for? Is there an end? Is there no end? Mm-hmm. Are we just sleeping together? Are we? What are, are we? Yeah. If you have to ask that question. And they have a strange look on their face. Then you guys probably aren't together. (laughs) And some people are okay with entanglements. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are okay with it for a portion of their life. Mm -hmm. 
But you gotta make sure you're on the same page. You cannot be wanting a relationship and the person you're entangling with wants only entangled, want to entangle. And then now you're all hurt and distraught yeah. and the other person's like, I I told you this. I told you this. I didn't want... The- now you guys have to end what you guys are doing because you caught feels. Yeah. But um, if somebody is strong enough to not give love a label and communicate, I think it could be a beautiful thing. Agreed. Yeah. All right, guys. It's time for Q&As. Hey, hey, hey. Time for Q&A. Q&A. All right, so our first question is from an anonymous viewer. Um, they asked, what would you define as cheating? I don't know. Set some rules, guys. <laughs> My thing is, if you know that you have to sneak around to do shit, it's cheating. you're cheating. If you cannot be straight up about it, it's cheating. It's cheating. You have malicious intent to do something bad. You know. You're, you know. We were built with an intuition. Mm-hmm. You know when you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Babies know when they're doing something wrong. So yeah. don't tell me you're 30 <laughs> year old, <laughs> years old and you don't know that you're doing something wrong. You're going to feel the way about it. Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, talking to someone in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Touching someone in a weird way. Texting someone in a weird way. Snapchatting. Yeah. If you need a Snapchat and lie about it, you're cheating. Yeah. If you need to turn your phone away... You're cheating. Yeah. Like, what is the point? If you have nothing to hide, then you have nothing to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Like, some people define, like... Cheating oh, is input. Yeah. Cheating or, Sex. like... Cheating or cheating is like on, uh, even with dancing, you cannot dance with this other person. I've had an ex like that. Like I couldn't dance with this other girl, even though we were just friends and it was just dancing. I couldn't do that. What if it was like a random person that you're dancing with? Like what? Oh yeah, then maybe then, yeah. yeah. But then I'm saying like it's my friend and she got mad. Yeah, like if me and you were dancing, well, we're cousins, so I don't think she would get mad. If she didn't know we were cousins, then hell yeah, she would. She'd be really bad. Seeing the way that we would dance. We had real love, baby. (laughs) Man, I call her daddy. Yes. (laughs) The Um, amount of people that call me daddy is insane. Oh, gosh. Um, So, yeah, I define... And, I mean, it just depends on the circumstances. Like, if I'm open enough with my ex, I don't consider kissing as cheating depending on who it is, what it is. I don't. Shit happens. Kissing? Depend on the circumstances. Like, if we both agreed. Kissing's cheating to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little more open-minded. Depends on, like, the situation that we're in or whatever it may be. Like, if she just goes up and randomly kisses a person, then yeah, what the fuck are you doing? So who are you kissing? Like, if we're all in a group of friends... And they're like, oh my god, let's make out, you know. But they're they're all my friends, and they want to kiss my girlfriend. I wouldn't give a fuck. Okay, that's a little different. That's like for fun. Yeah, like fun kind. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still on the fence about that one. You guys gotta, you guys yeah, gotta yeah. let us know what you think about that. <laughs> um, another question from this is all from anonymous people. Um, you know, people are shy these days. It's shy these days. When should you call it quits? Whenever you feel like it. Whenever you feel like you're belittling yourself. Yeah. When you feel like you are taking, when the relationship is not benefiting you, you in any way. Yeah. Even with a friendship, if it's not benefiting you in any way, 
stop being friends stop wasting your time stop wasting your energy for somebody who's not reciprocating the same as you skedaddle skedaddle gtfo see you later Mm -hmm. but it all comes down to like your true self like who are you if you and that's another benefit of being alone for a while you know you get to know who you are Mm -hmm. who am i what is love for me what will I take? What will I not take? Mm-hmm. But we all figure that out in our own time. Mm-hmm. Um, but call, I say call it quits when it doesn't suit you. Mm-hmm. When like when there's more negatives than positives. Yeah. Please. Skedaddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how do you forgive yourself for being in a toxic relationship and contributing to it? Okay. You just have to. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself and move on. You yeah. cannot keep dwelling on the past and what you did. Like I said before, learn from your experience and move on. Yeah. Do not beat yourself up about it because it happened. It happened. Shit, it, it happened already. Shit happened. Yeah. When I was in my relationship, that person was so toxic that eventually I started being toxic. He would hit me. I would. He would hit me. He would. Hit, I would never hit back. One day I hit back Mm -hmm. and next thing you know every time we're fighting i'm hidden too yeah you know because i i'm in that relationship and we're now we're toxic now i'm toxic yeah because now i mean you're you know what i mean like you put a drop of dirty shit in water the water's gonna be dirty (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like what like you know what i mean oh it's just a drip yeah but now the whole fucking thing's contaminated contaminated so like when it happens i think sit back heal whatever 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 is in you that is toxic heal Mm -hmm. it try and figure it out you know do some Mm self-searching um regain your self-worth and not get back into another relationship the thing you don't want to do is rebound because as soon as you rebound you still got a little toxic in you yeah then you're gonna and you're gonna be a certain way with this new guy or girl and that's not fair to them so learn to forgive yourself. You're going to have to. You're just going to have to figure it out. We don't know how you're going to forgive yourself. You just got to do it on your own. Do some self-reflecting and just move on from that. Mm-hmm. And um, this other one. So how to act in public when seeing an ex? So we live on Kauai. So you're going to see your ex. You're going to see your ex. They're yeah. going to be there. They're going to be out. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I think the biggest thing that you can do is stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're around an ex, you're, say you guys are at a party and you see him, maybe walk the other way. Maybe go by your friends. Go hang out. You're going to see him if you live in a small town. What I'd like to do is I like to take some time away and... Don't go out at all. Don't go out. Yeah. Don't, I don't like to go out at all just in case I need to see them or whatnot and avoid them like the plague. But then also, too, I'm going to want to try and amend things depending on what happened. Like my first ex, I avoid like the fucking plague because I just feel so shame of what I did. Even though she forgives me and everything, like I just can't face her. With my other exes, I'm totally fine with I make I'm friends with them again and all this kind of stuff. I keep that boundary up, and just like with my recent ex, because I hang around with her family, I decided to yeah to just squash it and be like you know I don't like this feeling that I have when I see you, so I want to squash whatever we have. We're good. So when you see them around, it's not awkward or whatever. But if you're not comfortable to do that, then you're just gonna have to keep your head up high, girl, and move on just keep moving forward just if you see them you know i mean you see them what can you do don't be awkward about it because then you're gonna make yourself look awkward just go about it you guys see each other you guys see each other yeah i mean 
you can't avoid that we're not going to know where the other person's at Mm -hmm. um the strongest thing you can be is strong within yourself figure out what you can do to make yourself comfortable because at the end of the day you got to think about yourself Mm -hmm. what makes you like they don't you don't owe them anything they don't owe you anything the only thing anybody owes to anybody is to themselves Mm -hmm. yeah so all in all when it comes to relationships look out for the red flags keep in mind of the red flags if you can handle the red flags and it's not that big of a deal to you then you can pursue but if it's like constant red flag after red flag after red flag and you're just seeing this i would run before anything serious happens get to know the person that is the main thing people are rushing these days to be in a relationship and trying to find this one person all this kind of stuff take your time your time don't go out searching for it because you're never gonna find it let it come find you and make sure you're the number one person yep because the more you love yourself, the more somebody else can love you. Don't depend on anybody else. To give you love. To Yeah, and to feel, f- fulfill whatever you need. You know, make your own money. Do your own thing, you know. Don't forget who you are. And then add somebody else in who is also on the same level. Do not stoop yourself low to try and fix people because a lot of people can't be fixed by other people they have to fix themselves somebody is only ready to change when they are ready to change and we cannot force them no ma- no amount of love no amount of confirmation can give somebody else the power to heal themselves they gotta do that on their own mm-hmm. so you gotta keep that in mind um it's not a responsibility to heal anybody else or love i mean i don't want to say love anybody else because that is our responsibility if we choose to love someone but we cannot love, we cannot expand somebody else's capacity to love if they are not willing to go down that route. Exactly. And I do believe that everyone can heal and everyone can change. But if they're not ready, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. And that's the end of our show this week. Yeah. And next week, we're going to be talking about... Uh, I think we're right. Are we going to be talking about children, maybe? We can talk about children. Children, raising children. Raising children, how I feel about children, how we feel about children. Yeah. So um, send us any questions you guys have or anything you guys would like us to talk about, any topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like a hashtag bad moms club. Yeah. So if you have any questions dealing with that or whatnot, please let us know. Yeah. We would love to... We would love to see our opinions on that also. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in to It's It's a Podcast, podcast, though. Have a great night, everyone.